Whoa. I think I just figured something out, Diva. <laughs> what? This sucks. It really sucks. This sucks more than anything that I've ever sucked before. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. You done? Yeah, I'm, I'm just picking on your camo shirt. I've never seen you wear camo. What? Are you kidding me? I live in camo. Not a camo shirt. I've seen camo pants. You try to camouflage that ass. <laughs> That's true. In many ways, I have camo shorts and like different lengths. I have short shorts. I have mm-hmm. longer shorts. I have very long shorts. I have several camo pants. I have tried to, yeah, I've tried to hide the the legs and the middle age spread or whatever I got going on here. <laughs> yeah, this is the first time. No, I, I've I've had this shirt for a little while. I guess I haven't worn it. Obviously, I haven't worn it in front of you, but. I have camo jackets. I don't know what it is with my generation and camo. It's so fucking weird. I don't know why we love camo. Camo and skulls. It's like, I don't know what that's about. I don't know who sold us that whole idea. I don't know if it's a music thing that we grew up. Like I think if you grew up in the 90s, they 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 hand you camo, things with camo and things with skulls on it, and that's it. That's what you wear now. Mm-hmm. That's who you are. Sorry. So that's what you feel comfortable in. So that's what you're going to pull out before the show. You you say, I'm going to wear green. Well, it's deeper than that. It's like when I actually go shopping and there's, and I'm buying like a V-neck t-shirt and there's 30 of them in all different colors. And then there's one that's camo. I'm like, oh, look, there's a shirt for me. <laughs> I, just, I just grab it. Like, why would I grab the purple one when there's a camo? Yeah, because there's no skull one. So... Right. You buy the camo one. Yeah. So would you wear a camo shirt like that and camo pants? I didn't before I saw Marnie Cenefante. Now, Marnie is like a famous stylist. She styles everybody. She's she's amazing. She styles all the important celebrities out there. And um, she actually had a show for a little while. I don't, know if, I don't think it came back from the season, but there's a show on HBO that she and Offset do where they're judges, and it's like a, a style show, like a mm-hmm. design show, designer show. Um, she's a famous designer. I follow her on Instagram, and she is really good at taking one pattern and putting it on head to toe, but not the same. So not the exact same thing. It looks like a uniform. So she'll do like – a big camo with a small camo, or maybe like a blue camo with a green camo, and then like tie a camo sweater around her neck or something. So she's she's really good at taking one pattern. So I, I would have said before I would have never done that. Mm-hmm. Now because of her, I do shit like that all the time. I have this one outfit that is leopard. It's like four different leopard prints that I put together. And whenever I wear it, people are like, that's oddly stylish. <laughs> yeah, I've learned since moving to the South there's two different types of camo. So the camo you are wearing right now is army camo. Mm-hmm, right. So, and then there's another type of camo, and that's hunting camo. Oh, right. The kind you get at, like, a Bass Fisherman Market, whatever the name of the place is. <laughs> yes, Bass Fisherman Market sells uh, the, the hunting camo. So, yeah, you can't wear that type of camo in the South because they're going to call you out that you're trying to be an Army guy. Oh, So you okay, got to wear is, the, oh, the hunting camo, which I never knew there were two types of camo. I never knew. 
Yeah, I know what the hunting camo is. Now that you say it, it has more orange in it and uh, other patterns in it. It's not just camo. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what the pattern looks like. Yeah, it's, that's for boys. So I wouldn't normally admit something like this to you because I know you're going to give me shit about it. But it's not illegal, which is why I'm telling you. So you know how marijuana is now legal in New York? I did not know, but okay. Okay, so not only is it legal, there are actually stores. Like you walk into a store. My boyfriend just described this to me because we've never been into a store like this before. So here's what happens. You walk into the store. There's a big giant security guy. Mm -hmm. And he goes, ID, please. And you got to show your ID, not because they're tracking you, because they want to make sure you're of age. It's like, I'm obviously over 21 or whatever Mm. the age is. I'm I'm over a lot of ages, so I'm good. So (laughs) you go in and then you actually meet with – there's like a guy there. There's counters that almost look like a jewelry counter, Mm. right? And there's a guy there and you discuss with him what you're looking for. You know, what kind of weed? Do you you want it for sleep? Do you want it for anxiety? Are you having back pain? Is it just, you know, to chill out at the end of your day? Like what's your goal? Why are you here for this? And uh, and you tell them, you know, for us, it's we can we're the biggest insomniacs. So anything that could help us sleep that is on the natural side, we've tried everything mm-hmm. except for like we don't want to take what you take, Ambien. We don't want to we don't want to get started with any of that. I just want like somebody to punch me out until I pass out, but I can't get someone to punch me. So I heard that there's different types of marijuana that will do the trick. That will you know mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so I haven't smoked pot. Since I was in college. I mean, that's a long time. And it's funny, when I left college, I made the decision that I was no longer going to drink, smoke, nothing. I, was, I went full straight edge. Like, that was my whole thing. When I left college, I was straight edge in every way, shape, or form. I dated straight edge guys who rode skateboards, you know, and wore, like, skateboard clothes and listened to straight edge music. Mm-hmm. You know, we were like, we were, I, I went full, full fucking straight edge back then. So that kind of got me started on like just not being into drugs or alcohol or any of that, clean, sober, all of that. Um, so here I am, cut to now, been having trouble sleeping. Friends were like, marijuana is legal. There's some really good shit out there that they make specifically for chilling out, sleeping, get some. Mm-hmm. So we go to this place that I started telling you about where you go in, there's a security guy and then there's like cases, like it's a jewelry counter. And then you tell the guy what you're there, what you're looking for, and he goes, ah, got the perfect thing for you. And he tells you how much it is. You give him the money, and he turns around. I guess there's like a guy behind a thing. This is so they don't get robbed, I guess. Mm. There's like a guy behind a thing, and he slides the money through, and then the guy gives gives you whatever whatever it is that you're about to buy. It's like, it's legal. It's weird. It's like... The way I picture how it was back in the day, like you're on the street, you say to a guy, smoke, smoke, yeah, I got some, yeah, yeah, you know, mm. and you give them, it's like you a palm speakeasy. them some money. Yeah, you palm them some money, and then they bring you to this one little area, and there's a guy there pulling shit out of his pocket. Mm. It's that, but it's a store, and it's beautiful, and it's well-painted, and it's gorgeous, and it's very well-organized, and it's legal. So, but, you know, it's really for hipsters. Like, the names of the pot now, it's not. it's not like you know, indigo or regular just weed. Mm. It, it all has like wacky ass. Yeah, like hipster. pineapple surprise and. Yeah, yeah. Shit like that. Exactly, exactly. So we got something called peanut butter lovers or something with the word peanut butter and a peanut butter love, peanut butter something or other. 
I think peanut butter lovers is what we got. Peanut butter lovers. Oh, hey, listen, try this. I told my weed guy to step it up, and he gave me that. What is this? It's called mind rape. It's actually pretty mellow. It doesn't sound very mellow. Well, he only had three other batches. Uh, Gorilla Panic, uh, They're Coming, They're Coming, and something called This is Permanent. Come on, spark it up. I don't know what the peanut butter context is, and we specifically said that we heard some of this stuff like taste terrible. Do you have anything that tastes good? He's like, oh. So Joe brings it home, and I was like, all right, break it out. And I just smoked pot for the first time since I was in college. Oh, just now before the show? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Why would you do why would you wait till after the show? I don't know. I guess I just was dying to try it. You know, it's the kind of thing where I waited all these years. I waited so long to try this shit. You know, and funny because I smoked like just I just had one little hit. That's all I had. And when I tasted it, I was like, oh, yeah, that, that tastes pretty good. And I thought, ah, I don't feel anything. It's not – it doesn't work for me. Or maybe I need more. Maybe it's been too long. Or, um, And then as we started talking about my camo shirt, it hit me. And you were freaking me out talking about my camo <laughs> shirt right now. <laughs> well, see, today I went, I, I went to the pot guy, but I went to – they don't have pot here. They have CBD. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I went to the CBD store and I got, I always get these chocolate things and I cut them in four. Well, I have okay. been cut it, cutting them in 16. So I only take like a little, <laughs> little bite and then it's fine. But they had this new type that's called a straight up happiness or some bullshit. And it's like cherry chocolate. And I got that, but I didn't try it tonight until after the show. You're waiting until after the show to try. Aren't you dying to taste it? Yeah, but I can wait till after we do this show. Yeah, but you hand me something called peanut butter teddy bears, and I'm dying to try it now. I've I've waited all of these years. College was years ago. I've waited this long. I was so you like, can wait eh. another hour. I could. I really couldn't. I I really I I tried. You know, the problem wasn't that I couldn't wait. It was the fact that he was like, "Well, I'm going to try it." I was like, "But I have the show." He's like, "Well, I'm trying it now, so you try it later." It's like, "Well, I want to try it with you." Oh. I don't want to be high alone later. So, yeah, he toked up. So, how was peanut butter teddy bear high heel shoes? High heel shoes. Um I, 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 you know, what do I have to compare it to? It feels fine. <laughs> do you feel sleepy? Um, I feel pretty mellow and pretty chilled out. That if I wasn't you need to talking live to, on that. Yeah. The problem is you keep talking. If you shut up for two <laughs> seconds, I can probably fall asleep pretty easily. <laughs> During the talk show, I should shut up because you're high. But the other thing is, the question was, how are we going to consume it? Because they don't hand it to you in a consumable process. Yeah, you have to go buy a bong. They don't give it to you in a joint. They don't give it to you. know, They just give you the actual, just the marijuana part. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, how are we consuming it? So that was a discussion. You know, I don't want a bong. Like, what am I, 14? You know, that noise it makes, you got to put water in there or beer, depending on, you know, what kind of bro you are. (laughs) It just, that seems like a lot and a lot to clean, you know. Um, Rolling a joint seems like a big commitment because that's the whole joint. One hit and just leave the joint laying around, you can't really do that. So you got to find something you can do that when your ma comes over, 
She's not going to go, what's that? Like a bong. Especially the bongs. Have you seen the bongs now? No, I can just imagine. Oh, my God. They had this whole array of bongs that were just penises of all different sizes, tiny ones, giant ones. So that way, you know, it's funny. Like you put your mouth on the penis to smoke, you see. I understand. Yeah, you understand how that goes. And then, of course, like the bottom, the balls is where you put the yeah so that was not for us we thought that was hilarious but that was beers where the balls are the balls you put the beer in the balls yeah right pretty much yeah okay that's how it goes um and then they have like theme things like if you're into star wars there's star wars ones there's skulls there's just big beautiful glass ones with like pipe long pipe things coming out so you have a lot of options you know we just went for like a little small glass pipe just with a little tiny, tiny carburetor on the side. Mm. Joe stopped and got a Bic lighter because I was like, how are we going to light this thing? Who's matches these days? You know, why would I have that? Uh, he stopped and got a Bic lighter, which they still make, apparently. Mm. And uh, yeah, so he had this little tiny glass, beautifully blown glass pipe. So once he lit it up, what do you do? Just let it sit there? No, I had to help him finish it. Edibles are the way to go. I'm scared of those. I feel like with marijuana... It's in, it's out. If you don't like it, you take a little nap, it's gone. I feel like edibles, I don't know how long they're going to last. They're in your system. What You know me, I have a million stomach issues. What if it doesn't sit right yeah, with my stomach? Yeah, that's why you only eat like a quarter. Just a bite. No, but even that, how much do I eat? Like a little bite, a big bite? There's no, I feel like that is would be too out of control for me. I like the idea of actually just smoking a little something. You take one little hit, that's all I need. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's fine. One mm. hit, and I, th- I think I'm good. I think I feel pretty good right now. Yeah, for me, if I take a, a toke off a joint, then I think that's going to trigger the smoking thing in my brain uh, to go. you smoked cigarettes for such a long time. To go, yeah. now I'm a smoker again, and right. I got to stop and buy a pack of cigarettes. So, but no, I just cut them in half until you figure out the right amount. And that's what you do. Well, because marijuana is legal here in New York, you know what's popping up are these little private clubs. So if you've ever been to Amsterdam, um, Amsterdam where pot has always been legal, you walk into a – how to describe it? It's almost like a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. And they give you a menu just instead of the different types of lattes and matchas they have on there. It's all the different types of pot and hash and whatever else they sell there. And you basically choose. Like, you choose what you want. Sometimes it's like a little tasting platter kind of thing. <laughs> and you just sit there in this club or bar, like little coffee shop kind of place, and you just smoke. You know, it's like a little, that's it. But in Amsterdam, anybody can just walk right in. What they're doing now in New York is they're having private clubs. So you've got to become a member. Mm. You've got to join. And you've got to be asked to jo- It's not like you can just join. Right. A member has to sponsor you, and then once you're in, and there's one really famous one that is not too far from where I live, where that's what people do. They just they hang out and they taste different types of marijuana and and hash and whatever. And there's I guess there's there might be alcohol there. I don't know. I've never been. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I don't know if you're allowed to sell alcohol in a situation like that. You might not be allowed to. So I think it's just the pot and then you can get a Coke or a, you know, mm. soda or something. Um, but it's just a place to like these couches, you hang around and you just sit like and smoke with your friends or, or with strangers and you get to know people. 
but it's a thing now. It's like a it's it's weird how the marijuana culture is really becoming something here. And I think I'm the only one of my friends who has not been smoking all along. I have a bunch of friends that have always been smoking. I'm afraid if something is illegal, you know, in our industry, I don't want to get a P test. I, I'm not taking any risks. It's something's right. illegal. Now that it's legal, I feel like it's okay. Yeah, that's true. You couldn't smoke before because what if you get a job and they say you got to go take a drug test, then you're screwed. Which we always have to do. But if if you take a drug test, my guess is they're looking for oxy. They're not looking for marijuana. But who knows? Why take yeah, the risk? I don't, why, I don't know. Right. Why why take yourself out of the potential of getting a job you've been waiting for your whole career just for a couple of hits of a joint? Not worth it. Lesbian Nazi hookers abducted by UFOs and forced into weight loss programs. All this week on The Cooper and Anthony Show. Do you sleep with the TV on? I think at some point it turns off because I take a sleeping pill. So I fall asleep with the TV on and then I wake up and it's like magic that it's turned off. Do you have a timer set? Is that what you do? I think it's it's all always set and I don't know how to turn it off or turn okay. it on. I think it's just on. <laughs> <laughs> it goes for an hour and then turns the TV off, I guess, because I wake up, the TV's not on. Well, I think after a certain amount of hours, it eventually says, are you still watching? And then when you when it realizes you're no longer there, it just automatically turns off. I don't think I don't think you said it once. I mean, maybe maybe you said it once and it just never it never unset itself. Maybe yours has a timer on it. Maybe the TV, if it asks you if you're not there and it keeps asking you and you're not there, it should call 911. <laughs> because <laughs> you always hear those people that die in front of their tv and they're in their apartment for four months without nobody knowing right yeah I, you know that's not a bad idea i think a lot of us fall asleep to the tv so if the tv called 911 i think 911 would be making a lot of house calls and there'd be like <laughs> thousands of people and maybe one would be dead or dying or need you know what i'm saying like i just i don't think it's enough people for it to call 911 for you it could ask you 17 times and then make a loud noise right and if okay, you don't that, respond right then it calls 911 that would be cool like if it makes a loud noise and you don't respond then it's like well this must be dead yeah you don't want the person stinking up the whole apartment complex so call nine one one. I love that you can. I love that your concern is other people and their and smell rather than the fact yeah. that somebody is dead or dying and needs to be maybe rescued. Hi, this is an LG TV calling. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it would be funny. But you know, it's so stupid because they, they collect so much other data from us. Every time we watch something, like oh, mm, obviously she likes bounty towels. Better start pushing the bounty towels at her. And it's so funny because that would be that's for them. It would really be helpel to us. You're right. If it called nine one one, like give a signal, give a loud signal. Nope, we didn't wake you. You must be dead. Here's here's an ambulance. Yeah, your your watch. If you fall, your watch will call nine one one. So nine one one's already getting a call from Apple Watch. Oh right. God, it's Apple Watch again. LG on line three, Apple Watch on line two. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just to have everything called nine one one. It should be programmed in everything. I mean, how often do I cook and set things on fire, like my toaster? <laughs> the toaster should call. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime the oven goes on, it should have 911 on standby. 
<laughs> we got GE on line four, <laughs> Breville Toaster on line six. Wow, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there doing terrible cooking. Um, the reason I'm asking about how you sleep, now I fall asleep to the TV every single night. Mm-hmm. We have a whole routine. We have shows that we sleep to and shows that we watch. And it's tough because shows that we watch, like our brains are engaged and we know like even if we fall asleep during that show, it's not real sleep because we're, we're going to be like, oh, I got to wake up and see what happened. I got to wake up and see who the murderer was. So we have shows that we sleep to because either we've seen the show a million times and we know what the answer is and it's just nice, calm voices in the background. Um, there's a new study that says if you fall asleep to the TV, you have a greater chance of dying young. Because <laughs> your brain well, never it, shuts down or what? Yes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it kind of makes sense a little bit if you think about it. If you're asleep and it's not a dark room and they say that you shouldn't have a television in your room, they say you should never eat in your bed. Blah, blah, blah. And you should, I know, you should only have sex and sleep yeah, in your whatever. bed. And that's, I know, I'm just saying. So I think if you fall asleep to TV, the light on tells your brain to not fully sleep. And if you're not fully asleep, all the things that sleep helps with, like you're more likely to have diabetes and hypertension and be obese and all these things that do lead to a shorter lifespan. So they're connecting those two. They're like, okay, so how do people get hypertension? A lot of ways, but one of the ways is they don't get enough sleep. Why don't get? Why don't they get enough sleep? And the and are they too stressed? No. Do they have too many kids? No. Is the dog sleeping with them? No. What is it? They have the TV on, so they're not fully asleep. So that's just. I mean, I posted this study on Facebook, and people immediately were like, "This is such bullshit." But it's because they probably sleep to the TV. <laughs> Would you rather live an extra year, or? fall asleep to king of the hill every night like most answers the answer is it depends (laughs) if i'm having a great life and everything's awesome and i'm healthy i want no no you're having your life oh oh, okay now then i'm about to fall asleep every night to king of the hill yeah that's a good point yeah Yeah, why you want to live longer (laughs) is what i'm asking might as well live the 70 some 80 some years whatever it is happy Right. I love that you think I'll live that long. <laughs> <laughs> well, your odds are good because your grandparents live long and, and it's in your blood. I don't know. So you your odds are that you're going to live to your 90s. So you might as well cut a year off and watch some prices right. I had a grandma that was 102 and she drank sherry and bourbon every day. Yeah, I don't know if I want to go to 102. I don't think you have a choice. Yeah, I, I don't, but because it's not going to happen. But I hurt now. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine what you feel like at 102. Everything has got to hurt. Because when you talk to somebody when they, they're 102, all they do is bitch about whatever. Yeah, but at their least liver, they, get to be al- their they get to be alive and bitch as opposed to de- you're dead forever. You're only alive for a finite period of time. After that, you're dead forever. Like you're alive for 100 years. You're dead for thousands and thousands of years. That's it. You're done. Okay, but if I can wipe my butt at 102, then okay. If I can't and somebody has to wipe my ass, I don't want to go on. Why? Maybe your brain's good. Maybe you just can't reach your ass anymore because you're so fucking fat. Yeah, see, that's why I'm not going to live to 102. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you could probably barely reach your ass now. Yeah, it's a good point. But <laughs> uh, no, I don't want somebody doing that. My kids, I don't want my kids wiping my ass. That's no. It's no um, way to your, live. Your kids won't even mow the lawn. They're not wiping your ass. <laughs> I can't get them to wash a dish. <laughs> Come here and help me go get in the shower. No, uh, no I'll be over go, there Thursday. I need to go. I need to go put a mug in the in the sink now. <laughs> Speaking of people regularly regarded as second class citizens, it's the Cooper and Anthony yeah! Show. Broadcast school has really paid off. There's a ton of services. Now, when it comes to Netflix, HBO, Hulu, Disney, Amazon, Paramount, and a study came out that said if you could only keep one, which one would you keep? Oh, that's tough. Hmm. So it's changed from 2001 to 2022. So, you know, some have gone down, some have gone up. Well, before you tell me what the rest of the population has said, what one would you keep? I would keep 100%, and I, I brought this up. A let me couple, guess. Let me guess. Can I say? Yeah. I think, I think you're going to keep Disney. No, I hate Disney. What? It has all your Star Wars stuff. That's the only, this is the, uh, it's the only thing I watch it for. Baby Yoda. I know, but I can get Baby Yoda on the stick. I mean, my son pays for Disney, so that's why I watch it. But there's really nothing on there that I watch all the time, except for Star Wars. But I can get that anywhere. But, All right. So what are you what are you keeping? But this week I said out loud, "This is the best service out there," and well, it's it's a race for two, really. Paramount mm-hmm. Plus. Wow. Love that. What's on Paramount Plus? I've never seen it. There's live CBS because I don't have cable and or, or Dish anymore because I cut all that out. I don't need that crap. So I don't have local channels. So Paramount Plus plays CBS. What do you care? What's on CBS that you want to watch? There's all grandpa programming. What do you watch? NCIS and all the... No, I like the news. I I watch the local (laughs) news and the national news. I get that on Paramount Plus. No, but they put that online for free. Just go to CBS.com. It's on there. But that's what Paramount Plus is. Anyway, so they have that. They have Beavis and Butthead. Okay. The new Beavis and Butthead movie is on Paramount+. Plus. Okay. And probably the service I watch the most, Discovery+. Plus. Really? You're kidding. No, I watch that probably 99% of the time. Name one thing you watch on Discovery+. Plus. I watch the uh, my 90-day fiancé. Oh, and I forgot you love that. Right, you forgot the whole. You love the whole universe. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. Naked and Afraid. All that I watch. All that crap. So I even watch old ones. And Naked and Afraid goes on for like eighteen seasons. So I I go back and watch all that. Wow. Okay. I I know on Discovery Plus there's two shows. One comes out on Friday and one comes out on Sunday, and they're all. Like 90 Day Fiancé, We Met in the Caribbean, whatever show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I love those. So those are my two. Hmm, That's impressive. I I wouldn't have guessed that at all. Yeah, how about you? Um, There's no question, Netflix. If I can only keep one, it would be Netflix because, you know me, I'm like a 13-year-old girl. I love all those shows that kids watch. Mm -hmm. Like my favorite, I just finished Umbrella Academy, 
and I'm already like jonesing for uh, for season four. Like I've already read up on what they're expecting for season four, and they won't really say much, and they don't know the re- they know the release date, but they won't say because it hasn't been officially announced there's going to be a season four. But Stephen Blackman, whose show it is, said that he was doing four seasons, so we know there's a season four. Um, that's one of my favorite shows, Umbrella Academy. My other favorite show, Never Have I Ever, and Sex Education. Like those are my three favorite shows on the planet. Um, Stranger Things, I like, you know, this season was, I don't know, I wasn't as into it as I was with the previous seasons, but I watched it. Ozark was one of my favorites. Um, you know, I can see Better Call Saul on there. Squid Game, as you know, I loved Squid Game. Netflix, to me, just, they bring it. They bring it. And the stuff that we talk about most is usually on Netflix. I mean, even at the beginning of COVID, when they did, like, Tiger King, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, everything that we talked about in pop culture, to me, the most important shows out there are always on Netflix, even their reality series. Number two, I guess, would be HBO Max, but only because... See, even that, there's only one show, my favorite show on the planet. I'm a big Mindy Kaling fan mm-hmm. from, you know, she's originally from The Office. So I love the Mindy Project. I think she's brilliant. To me, she's the Shonda Rhimes of my generation. She has a show on HBO that is my favorite show. I would, if I can watch one show the rest of my life, it would be The Secret Life of College Girls. It is the only show I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care about anything else. Those are the best written characters they're the most realistic. It's really funny. It's really clever. It's totally unpredictable. It's some of the best writing on television. I just, I, I can't say enough about her. But then she has Never Have I Ever on Netflix. So then I go back to Netflix. You know what I mean? So, mm. um, so Netflix, definitely number one. And then a distant second, HBO Max. Yeah, HBO Max has the baby now, too. Yeah. People care about that? I like that. That's a cool show. According to this, number one, Netflix. Number two, HBO Max. Oh, look at that. I picked one and you two. You picked one and two. Uh, Hulu, number three. I thought you would pick Hulu. Well, the only reason I didn't pick Hulu is because they only have a couple of original shows that are good. Mostly Hulu is also ran. It's like programming that you can get elsewhere, but you, maybe you missed it. Like what we do in the shadows, I can certainly watch on FX, mm. but they do a good job of collecting all of those i mean you know they have their own original programming um handmaid's tale was okay it was fine in the beginning i like only murders in the building but you know i i wouldn't i don't have to pay for hulu to have it i don't i don't need it i don't need hulu yeah disney comes next then amazon which has the boys which is still i think one of the best shows on tv then uh paramount plus and then down one percent peacock because no one's paying for Peacock. There's nothing on Peacock that's original or interesting. Nobody cares about Girls 5 ever. I'm sorry. They just don't. No, you don't have to pay for Peacock. Download Peacock. Right. Because they have every episode ever of Saturday Night Live. And I care about that. Why? This is cool. I mean, just to go back mm-hmm. and watch the musical acts maybe. is cool. Yeah, maybe. Some of them. And, and some skits. Are, it's just you can watch any one of them commercial free and it's free. Okay, well you said The Boys was really great, which it <sighs> is. So and, good. And Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, fantastic show. Here's my only issue with Amazon Prime. 
they will have a show and they'll show you the first episode. You'd be like, wow, that was awesome. And you go to watch the second episode and they're like, see how you can watch this. And they want to charge you. It's like, I'm paying for Prime. I don't need to pay to watch some episode of some random BBC show that I wasn't interested in. But then you said, here, watch this. And I did. And now you're like, ha ha. Now you got to pay for it. Do you know what I mean? You like watch I just that stupid stuff on BBC. I know, I know, I know but I, I don't like that. I don't like the bait and switch of it. I don't like the fact that they're offering me a show and they only give me one episode when there's like two seasons mm-hmm. and they want me to go pay for the rest. I'm not paying for more. Prime. I'm paying enough for Prime. So right. no thank you. You can you could take Maisel and shove it yeah, the, and the boys the, and shove it. You no, know, the boys are worth it. Boys hands down best show ever on TV. This I season rank is it very- above Dexter. This season is is actually quite good, so I will give that to you. Now they ranked value. Oh, Number okay. one for value, that you're satisfied or very satisfied, HBO Max, number one, 85%. Hmm. Disney Plus comes next at 83%, which I think it's all those Star Wars fans. But do they say why? Because just giving me a percentage doesn't really tell me anything. Do they say why people are satisfied with it? What they like? They just, they like the programming. They think the the value for what they pay and what they get equals out. I'm going to say yes to HBO Max for that because the movies are just as good as the original programming. Whereas on Netflix, the movies are like sometimes there's good ones. Sometimes they have Hit old or movies. Miss. It's hit or miss. And, you know, I wanted to watch um, some 007 movies. They only have like four. Mm-hmm. And I'm afraid to watch a new movie because I might waste my time and it could be horrible. Right. Like, don't look up is I'd. No, it wasn't even I. I didn't like it. It was terrible. But I could take that two hours back. Right. Me too. Me and too. watch something else. So Netflix dead last. Probably for that reason, sixty-two percent. Yeah, and it's expensive. It's it's the price has gone up. Remember, people are pissed that Netflix went up. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you wanted us to join. Here we are. Now you're charging me. What? Yeah, I don't like it. The very latest information on an amazing phenomenon. Because you are a mean girl. You're a bitch. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. So this guy's gonna push you over the edge. He's got a, a, a TikTok account and he's bitching about New York. But this is the same bitch I had about New York. But it's, it's still going to drive you insane. Okay, so I just moved to New York and I'm trying to go grocery shopping. And so I type in like grocery stores on my Apple Maps. And like every fucking one I go to, like I'm walking too. Like they're like this shit or like fucking like this. Like, bro, that's not a grocery store. Like I'm trying to get like eggs, yogurt, like cheese like shit like that right and there's only (laughs) these little corner places where you can buy this crap okay this guy's a moron because first of all we call them supermarkets here you've got to type in the word supermarket okay those are delis those are little corner delis he's no he's an idiot there's every single place that you can live in new york has a giant supermarket there's there's too many never seen one wrong that is wrong then you haven't been looking I live in a neighborhood where there are too many supermarkets within a like a four block radius. Too many of them. See, this is what they all look like. No, that is a bodega. It's not a grocery store. He's stupid. 
Yeah, see, you walk in and it's it's like that, every single one of them. Right. The bodegas are, the delis are, the corner deli. That's a corner deli. That's not a grocery store. It's not It's not a supermarket. Only in New York are bodegas. Like, I've literally been to like five of those now. And like, I don't know what the fuck I'm about to do for dinner. Like, where are the Kroger's and like the Whole Foods at? See, what you don't realize, the beauty of the bodega. Okay, so here's the thing. If you went food shopping, you went to the supermarket, and you got everything you needed, but maybe they just didn't have your milk. Or you went food shopping, and it's a few days later, and you're out of milk, but you don't need anything else. The beauty of the bodega is they have every kind of milk there. They have the things that you just need to pick up quickly, or you didn't go food shopping, you just want to like make a meal for tonight. And by the way, they do have eggs and yogurt, so he's an idiot. In the bodega? Yes, they all have eggs and yogurt. Like, I'm about to eat fucking, like, like cereal and ramen for dinner. Like, what the fuck? So Google Whole Foods, idiot. Oh, my God. He's dumb. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're dumb. the Kroger's. Where are the, the, the stopping shops? Okay, they're, not in, they're not in Manhattan. We have Morton Williams. We have Whole Foods. All you have to do is Google Whole Foods, and I guarantee 12 of them will pop up in your neighborhood. There's one on 26th Street, and there's one on 14th Street. No, when you say you're going food shopping, I have in my head that store. You're walking around that store buying your food. No, that's a little tiny bodega. And by the way, the bodega downstairs from me, the ice cream there is cheaper than at the supermarket. So we will go do all of our supermarket shopping, and then if my boyfriend wants ice cream, we stop at the bodega on the way home, and that's where we buy his ice cream because it's cheaper. So Yeah, even when I stayed at your place, I had to go down to the bodega to buy stuff for breakfast. But you didn't have to. We live across the street, literally across the street from a supermarket. There's, I could see it from my window. There is a Morton Williams on my block, on my block. In mm-hmm. fact, they take their trash out, but up against our, <laughs> our apartment building. Um, I did think of you just today, by the way, because your big complaint about New York also, aside from the, the food stuff is you always say that New York stinks. Smells right? like piss. Mm-hmm. Right. Because when you are in New York, it's because you've walked out of Penn Station and you are- Smells like piss. You are around Penn Station mm-hmm. where everybody is either like- Peeing on the ground. Right. They mm-hmm. are peeing on the ground because either it's like all the- the druggies who are there hanging out, you know, mm-hmm. or it's all the tourists who don't know where the bathrooms are. I mean, I just saw somebody just re- a regular normal person just whip it out in the middle of Times Square because they, they didn't know where bathrooms were. They don't know how to find a bathroom. And they came out of a concert and didn't want to go back in. So they peed outside. So you get a lot of that with the tourists and stuff like that um, in the big tourist areas. The reason I thought of you is because I walked out of my apartment building this morning and it, I smelled fresh cut gla- grass. So somebody had just mowed a lawn, one of the properties in the mm. neighborhood here. And then I made a left, and they had just planted all these beautiful flowers. And I smelled the flowers come up. It was it was amazing. Um, I don't know flowers. I can't tell you which ones they were, but it smelled like perfume. It was so pretty. Mm-hmm. So I walked out of my house, and I was like, "Wow, it smells like the suburbs here." And I thought of you immediately because I was like, "Well, Anthony should be down here." smelling this New York and not the tourist 
Penn Station, New York, where people are literally like peeing as they're talking to you. Yeah. Every time I would go to New York, I would go Penn Station to Times Square. So that was my how I would get around. So the minute I get off the train, I'm like, what the hell is that smell? It smells the minute you get off the, the, the train. Oh, yeah. Penn Station's the worst. It stinks over there. Yeah, of course. It's awful. It's subways, everything. Like, not only is it pee, but it's pee that's made like it's hot pee because of the subways and the trains underneath it. You know, then you then you go right to you basically do the whole pee run from <laughs> Penn Station to Times Square. Where you're that catching, is like, all a, a, a bathroom. That whole area. It's just one big bathroom. That is 100 percent true. Vile, disgusting, degenerate. Ladies and gentlemen, just a word of warning. I'm sorry, I don't know your name. It's Cooper and Anthony. I think this list is good because these movies now are on services, so we're going to stop you from seeing them. These are movies people got up at the movie theater and walked out. Wow. That's a bold thing to do. When you consider how expensive movies are, that's a bold thing to do. So in the middle of the movie, they said, that's it. I've had enough. Can't do it no more. I'm out. Number 27, Cats. Oh, everybody walked out of that. Yeah. This this person said, I walked into Cats like the the last 15 minutes of the movie because I went to the movie theater to see another movie and I thought I'd stick my head in. I couldn't even last the last 15 minutes of the movie. That's That's how bad it was. Is that on a streaming service now? Is that why we're talking about Cats two years later? Probably. The movie that is on the services, and I almost watched it a couple of times. I've stopped myself. Father Stew. What's that? This is the Marky Mark movie. Oh, right, right, right. Such a bore, really slow, hard to follow. Mm. Said the only movie I've ever walked out on. Wow. And and I've clicked on it to start it, and then I've found something else. So... Glad I didn't watch it. Do you think Mark Wahlberg, do you think for him that was a cash grab? Or do you think he actually saw the script and thought, wow, this is a good film? I, I think 90% of the movies he does are cash grabs. Cash grab, yeah. He did Transformers. That's a cash grab. Well, it's also, people love those movies, too. It was horrible. Okay. It hasn't been good since the first one. Uh, number right. 25, love this movie, but people I can see walking out of it, dude, where's my car? Again, how many how many years old is that movie? Why are we talking about this? Dude, where's my car? Who the hell's watching that? Fourteen years later, uh, this is movies people walked out on. They said, right. "Screw this, I'm out of here." Uh, Balls of Fury. <laughs> There's a really hot chick in that movie, so you should watch it. Okay. Into the Woods. I don't even know what this is. Well, it's funny you would bring up Into the Woods. So that's Stephen Sondheim, who just died last year, and I think James Lapine. They. They created it and wrote it. It's a musical. Um, I think that one was starring, I want to say like Meryl Streep or somebody like that. Um, it is, it's been off-Broadway and they are bringing it to Broadway and everybody's making a really big deal about it. There's a lot of big names in it. Into the Woods, the current incarnation of it here in New York, is it's like the second coming. Everybody's talking about it. But the movie, they say, is boring as Terrible. Hell. I'm sure it's, uh, yeah, it does, it's not a good movie. I can't imagine it being Every good. song sounds the same, which I think every song on Broadway sounds the same. I agree with you. You know me. I hate musicals. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Spider-Man. I got bit by a spider. 
you know, it, right. they, they all sound the same. Uh, number 18, I don't know how you can walk out on Armageddon. How can you walk out on that? you got to know who dies and who saves the world. It's funny you bring up Spider-Man, by the way, because Bono wrote it. He wrote the music for it. Yeah, it's probably and horrible. And people hated it. It was terrible. It was, it was Spider-Man turned off the dark. People were like, Spider-Man, uh, turn off the theater. Like, they all hated it. <laughs> turn off the lights. Like, they couldn't stand it. Fuck you, Bono. <laughs> Stupid thing. Uh, number 17, Captain America, the first one, people hated and I had to go to Spider-Man also, that exact one, because <laughs> they were so desperate to promote it. They were promoting it on our radio station at the time. So they made us go see it so we could talk about it on the air. And it was really, really bad. We couldn't talk. It was hard to talk about it. Yeah. See, that's the thing. If you go to a show or a movie that they sent you to and it's not good, just don't talk about it. Yeah. They were paying us, though. Yeah. Uh, number 14, Beauty and a Beast. The live the action. Handled, the way we handled it is we had Reeve Carney, the lead guy who played Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. We had him come in, and we let him talk about it. The Spider-Man he came in? The guy who played Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Uh, number 12, Call of the Wild, which looked horrible. I don't know how you, you went to see it. And people love Reeve Carney. I mean, he starred in, in Hades Town. That's the one? Yeah. Hades Town. Okay. Which won all these Tonys. People uh-huh. love that one. Uh, yeah. Get off that now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Borat. You cannot walk out on Borat. Fuck Who you. Who walked out you... on Borat? No. Fuck you. Yeah. You, you don't. You don't. Turn this show off right now if you walked out of Borat. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't deserve to be here. Uh, La La Land, which I'm glad I never went to see. I had to watch that because that was one of the ones, that was a year that I was doing the SAG voting, hmm. and uh, that was one of the SAG nominees that year. God, that was terrible. Red Sparrow. What movie is that? Oh, uh, who was that? And, uh, it's a 2018 about a uh, girl becoming a spy. Scarlett Johansson? Sure. Who was in it? I don't know. Red, I'm trying to remember which one you're talking about. Red Sparrow. It's a hot chick. Was it Scarlett Johansson? Is she in it? I, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know. I Google it. Okay. Red Fine. Sparrow. Red Sparrow, 2018 film. Oh, no. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, uh, thanks for playing. Oh, well. Uh, I knew some hot blonde was in it. Okay. Fantastic Four. People didn't like no, it. It was horrible. Like that. Yeah, and that was famously bad. Number one movie that people walked out on. And I can think of more movies that should have showed up on this list, but number one is Crash. I loved that movie. Did you really? Yes. People walked out on Crash? Seriously? It's a number one walkout movie. I liked it. It's a movie about car crashes. No, I know. It was pretty intense. I mean, it was Matt Dillon, Don Cheadle, Sandra Bullock, Thandie Newton. Yeah, people say Terrence that. Howard, Michael Pena. Yeah, that was uh, wow. Yeah, that's really shocking. I I loved it. I thought it was a really interesting. It's about all these separate lives that collide because of a, a crash, I guess. But um, no, I, I I thought it was great. People walked out on that. Yeah, and this weekend I think I'm gonna go try to see Black Phone. Black Phone. Yeah. Tell people what that is. It's a new movie out right now. Scary movie. But it's supposed to be like a ripoff of it. 
Yeah. Where a guy like kills kids, but does it with black balloons instead of red. <laughs> he's not a clown. He's wearing a mask, but they say it's scary as hell. Yeah, I'd like to see that. They, they're promoting the hell out of it. I see it everywhere. Every time, you know, they really have my number with the horror films. Everything I watch, they promote that to me. And I don't know whether it's just me. I'm like, do they know? Um, yeah, no, that, I mean, it looks really scary. I, I love a good scary movie. Is that one of the um, Bloomhouse movies? Is that Jason Bloomhouse? Yes. So it, it was ha, made ha, ha. for no money and it's supposed to be really scary. So somebody said it's going to do... To phones, what Jaws did to beaches. But who uses a phone anymore? Yeah, who who answers the phone when you don't That's know? That's what I'm saying. Right, who answers the phone? If, if I don't know the number, I'm not answering it. So this person's never going to kill me. Because I'm never going to answer the phone. Yeah, nobody answers their phone. But again, a Jason Blumhouse, one of the Blumhouse movies, I will absolutely see. Because they make them really well, really cheap. Um, they did Get Out. Hmm. In case you don't know the Bloom House. Uh, and the whole thing, the whole what they do is it's a movie in one location. They film in one location. They give the directors a budget of usually it's a million dollars. It's not even a million dollars and two cents. It's literally a million dollars. And I've heard interviews with directors who've worked with Bloom House who have said, you know, I said to them, this scene is great, but it could be better if you just give me an additional $2,000 where I can do. I'm going to stop you right there. We're not giving you another dime. Yeah. Screw you. you. you get a, yeah. Right. And then the movies turn around, they make millions, and that's how they make their money. That's their uh, that's their business model, mm-hmm. and they've done really well with it. I mean, the uh, all the Insidious movies, The Conjuring, those are all Bloomhouse movies. So I, I I think they do a good job. I have a feeling Black Phone's going to be awesome. All right, now, once again, give it something. I've told this. You've heard this before from me? When? But I think I heard this before. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. Big murder mystery happening in real time here in New York City. Uh-oh. Yeah, it has all the amateur sleuths trying to figure out, like, who done it. So, okay, here's a, I will tell you the scenario. I'll give you the three possible murderers, and then you tell me who you think it was, okay? Very wealthy, 33-year-old tech millionaire found not just murdered, but dismembered <gasps> in his $2 million apartment on the Lower East Side. Here's what happened. Okay. The killer was dressed like a ninja. (gasps) He gets on the elevator with the guy. The guy has one of these apartments, $2 million apartment, where the elevator opens to his place. There's no hallway. Right. You have to have a key. Exactly. Okay. The guy opens his door. The ninja tases him and then immediately starts killing him. He has with him, the ninja has like this big bag with him, and inside he has this electric saw. And he starts murdering the guy and dismembering him. But as he's doing it, the sister shows up out of nowhere and interrupts the the killer. No, not the sister ninja, the sister of the dead guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, shows up at like completely unexpected. And as soon as the ninja murderer hears the elevator start to open, he absconds. He runs out this back staircase and escapes. So the sister found her brother dismembered all over his apartment. But she didn't see the ninja. No, she didn't see the ninja, but there was cameras everywhere that caught the ninja, like, running out the back door of of the apartment building. 
So, you know, think about it. Like, the guy that was planning on killing him, he didn't have a chance to clean up. He didn't have a chance to even take the saw. He left the saw there. Like, he had to just run. So were there fingerprints? What, like, how much evidence did he leave behind? So it's going to be very interesting to see what the cops found. Okay, so here are the three whodunit scenarios. You tell me who done it. Okay. Okay. A ninja. Number, a ninja a ninja did do it. You are oh, okay. correct about that. Okay. okay. So one, the tech millionaire had this prank app that an employer used to listen in on his employees and got thrown in jail for illegal wiretapping. So he's suing this dead guy and the lawsuit's not going well. So did this guy dress up like a ninja, show up and kill his rival? No. Okay. Don't believe it. All right, fine. Number two, the tech millionaire has this other business where it's like Uber, but for scooters. And the business is in... Scoober. It's Scoober. (laughs) (laughs) Scoober. (laughs) And it's in Colombia and Nigeria. Okay. So there's some speculation that his scuba business is stepping on the toes of the mob either in Colombia or Nigeria and they wanted him gone because he's taken all their money. No, that's you know stupid I mean? because mobs don't dress up as ninjas. So what's the third one? What's the no, one no, that well, did? No, well, listen, okay. the mob sent a murder. They hired, this is a hired hitman. You can't okay. talk about the mob and for me not to get new music. Because the one thing that we don't have right now are ninjas. We have everything else. We got murder hornets and, and and COVID. We don't have ninjas. Well, now we have one ninja who murdered this guy in Lower Manhattan. So here's option number three. And you might want to come up with some new music for this one. Uh, hold on. Would you like to have Billie Eilish? All right. So here's your third option. Ready? Yep. We had a murder slash dismemberment a few months ago here in the city, and that guy is still on the loose. <gasps> See, the song See, so actually have, works. We have several bad guys. The song really works with this story. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> wow, Billie Eilish didn't realize that she wrote some good murder mystery music. <laughs> okay, so do I know the answer, or is this going to be just like mystery, stupid thing on, on Netflix that you're not going to tell me the answer? No, we don't know the answer. The guy was just murdered last night. <laughs> like, the guy is not even dead. Then why did you give me hours? three scenarios? Well, because that's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you the New York sleuths, the amateur sleuths, these are the three scenarios that they are deciding between. I mean, the cops will probably know this answer in the next couple of days. But in the meantime, people are speculating which one of these it is. It's Billie Eilish. <laughs> Billie Eilish. <laughs> Dressed as a ninja with the, <laughs> with the candlestick. <laughs> with the electric saw in the $2 million apartment. No, I thought you were going to tell me the answer. No, I don't know the answer. That's, that's, this is what I'm telling you. You didn't understand from the very beginning. I was telling you there's a murder mystery going on in New York that people are trying to solve. What part of that did you not understand? But you gave me three scenarios. I had to choose one. I was going to choose the Mafia Ninja. The Mafia Ninja, the second one, the Nigerian slash or Colombian people that, that hired a hitman. Who dressed like a ninja? Right to kill the guy and then cut him apart, and but the ninja sister uh, stopped Billie Eilish. <laughs> Very confused. <laughs> I've given you too much information here. I think. 
You should find out where Billie Eilish was last night. <laughs> F- go to her Twitter right now and find out. And see where she was? If I'm right, uh. <laughs> you're going to flip out. <laughs> if they find a blue hair <laughs> somewhere near that body, <laughs> then you're going to say, wow, he was actually right the wow, whole time. Billie Eilish, she's good. She's quite the ninja. <laughs> she can win Grammys. <laughs> And escape a murder. Right. She was hired by the mob because you would never expect her to do it.